Welcome to Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Your Pursuit of Happiness. I'm Laura. I'm Paul. Today, we're delighted to have Joanne from Lift Ireland. Thanks a million, Laura. Joanne, I'm going to kick it off, if you don't mind. Would you tell us a little bit about your background on Lift Ireland, please? Sure. Well, I suppose I, I started off, I was always big into business. I loved business, studied business and went into accountancy after, if I go back that far, went into accountancy and then worked for UCD. And, you know, I, I really, I, I thought I would always stay in business, but um, something in my mid twenties made me, I suppose, go searching for something else. And I left in my mid twenties and I headed off with Concern Worldwide to the Rwandan refugee camps. Uh, I was on the border and uh, I worked there for a couple of years. And I think that probably was one of the things that led me to where I am now in that, um, you know, being catapulted from a very comfortable home uh, with my mum and dad and siblings all the way over to refugee camps where people have absolutely nothing but the clothes on their backs. So it certainly puts everything in perspective uh, for you. So anyway, I, I came back from there age 27 and um, definitely with a renewed love for education and what education can do because when you've got nothing at all um if we can if you know if you've education nobody can ever steal that off you so um i had a, a new respect i think and love for education and came back and set up my own business then when i was 27 i think i was about 27 28 um and set up a business in education so that business is uh, 21 years old now um, and we, we train people to set up their own business and um, it's, it's called the Entrepreneurs Academy and it's a, it's a great business and I absolutely love it. But um, I think probably in my 30s as I, um, I think, you know, as I was running my business and I was busy at home, I had three kids under the age of five, so it was busy all the time and I'd sort of look at my and my team and they were great people and we were doing well but I kind of look and think do you know what you know if if he could just do his job and I'll do mine then then we'd be doing a lot better and then I might look at another one and go oh you know if you could just do your job if she could do her job and I'll do mine and it just felt like I was pushing you know the business like a rock up a hill and um when I when I really sat back and thought about it, I actually took holidays one year and took nine books away with me and said, I'm going to sort out what this is. And I re realized, I didn't think I would, but I realized when I was reading all these books that the problem wasn't the team at all, it was me, that um, I was managing well, but I just wasn't leading well. I wasn't leading myself well and I wasn't leading the business well. Um, and once I really started to study leadership, then I realized that actually, do you know what? everything really goes up or down based on how good a leader you are. Um, and I really wasn't performing as a good one. So I started to study leadership. I started to do a lot of study both here and abroad. And um, as a result, um, I, I got invited into um, a number of organizations to work with their, their top teams on leadership. And um, it just kept on striking me all the time that you know, this, it's great to be able to do this and I loved doing it, but so much um, pivots or depends on the character of the, of the individual, that leadership is all about, so much of it is about character rather than it being about IQ. And that if we could help um, everyone in our nation to 
you know, build their inner leader, that we would end up with a much better country. And I suppose we'd have a much better impact on, on society. So it was on the back of my mind that I'd love to be able to offer something out to all the, the schools that are out there, not just young students and teenage students, but also teachers and principals and also all the nonprofits that we have that just can't afford really great leadership training and yet all, all need um, excellent education in the whole area of personal development and, and personal leadership. So that is kind of in a, in a very roundabout way how Lyft started in that I'd be talking to people in 2017 and 2016 and probably for many years before that and saying, do you know what, we really need to do something in this country because we have a great country, um, we've got amazing people here, um, we've, got, we've got wonderful education, um, beautiful countryside, fabulous arts, media, I mean really we, we, we've won the birth lottery by being here. And yet, if we look at it, we still have issues across every single sector of society. I mean, you know, across our, our institutions, across our sports institutions, our, our, our business institutions, our church. Um, you know, there isn't, there isn't an area of society, our charities, where there haven't been issues um, that really fall down on, on leadership. So um, if we look at it, even though we are from a, such a, Privilege is a is an unusual word to use, but but we're we're very we're very lucky where we live, um, and yet we're good with a small G rather than being good with a big G. So a number of us got together and said, okay, well, let's do something about this, and we started Lift Ireland, which is a nationwide initiative to raise the level of leadership in the country, not positional leadership. It's not a criticism of anybody in any position, but it's me saying. If I get a little bit better um, at personally how I lead myself, my family, my companies, my community, and if you also do the same, and if the next person does the same, then together we'll have more positive influence. And just by the way that it all happens, um, we will influence and have a positive effect on society. Thanks, Joanne. It's loads I could ask you on that. Um, one thing I just wanted to, to pick up on and, and get your thoughts on, because our, our podcast is listened to by people who'd be moving into management positions for the first time or progressing through kind of a management career. What's the difference between leadership and management? Yeah, it's a great question. And do you know what? It's, it, it, the, the two words are used interchangeably and they really shouldn't be because they're very, very different things. And in fact, when I studied business in the early 90s, you know, there, there might have been one leadership class in, in a whole business course. Um, so they were intermingled and there wasn't a really good understanding um, of what leadership was. The, the books were on the same shelves and so on. But management is about doing things in the right way at the right time by the right people. So if you're a good manager, you're making sure that the right people are doing the right things in the right way at the right time. Okay, so you can be a really excellent manager, but you might not be an excellent leader. So to be able to see if an excellent manager is also a great leader, ask them to create really substantial change because a leader is somebody that you want to follow. And if you, if you ask a manager to create great change, um, if people don't really want to follow them in that change, then it, they're not really leading. So that's where the leadership skills really come into play because a leader is 
somebody that has positive influence that you will you will follow. I mean, think yourselves um, of people that you admire or that you would want to follow in your own workplaces or you know people that you know. They're they're people that have got strong character um, attributes. Um, as well as other things. It doesn't mean that they're naturally great managers, but they are people you want to follow. Um, you, you kind of talked to us already about the, uh, I suppose, where Lyft came from. Um, but it's it's a really big idea. Um, and I suppose when you're talking about leadership, it, it must take an awful lot of leadership to, I suppose, push Lyft, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, look, it is. It, it, it is. It's a... Um, it's a it's a it's a huge initiative that we have. We're looking here to transform a country. That's what we're going to do. So over the next ten years, um, by twenty twenty eight, we are looking to get ten percent of the population of the island living lift or being in touch with lift, so that they raise their personal leadership, and that in turn that will create a tipping point. In fact, I think it will probably create it before then in Ireland because we're so well networked. But it will create a tipping point where um, we have an impact on society. Because, I mean, if you look at any of the research, it shows that helping people to achieve their potential, if you help people to achieve, to, you know, to raise their, their potential, to achieve their potential, this has an enormous impact on society. And at a very, at a very um, practical level, it means that I may make a better decision you know, on a day, or I may have more positive influence with somebody on my team, which means that they go home and in turn feel better about their jobs. Where, whereas what we actually have at the moment is quite low engagement in our, in our workforces. And often we have high stress for people in their jobs and people not really um, being engaged. So if we can all raise ourselves a little bit, that will ha in turn have an impact and a knock-on effect um, in society. But yes, it is huge. And um, in terms of leadership, don't get me wrong, uh, I'm not doing this all on my own. Um, I absolutely love it. I have stepped away from my own businesses um, to volunteer full time um, at the, for, and drive Lift Ireland forward. But I have a superb advisory board made up of 12 really competent individuals. They're fantastic. And on top of that, we also have eight different teams that are all working on different areas of Lyft. So some are volunteers and we've just got two people that are working full-time for Lyft. But in this second year of Lyft Ireland, we will increase those numbers um, because we just have to in order to achieve the goals we've set. In terms of, of Lyft then, obviously it's broader than just the professional side in, in terms of organizations, but what, what types of organizations are you targeting or, or looking to get on board with this? Yeah, um, so every single organization and individual is invited to Lift Ireland. So, you know, loads of people have asked me over the last year and a half or so, are, you know, is that group invited? Is that group? Everybody is invited. It doesn't matter um, from where, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you believe in or don't believe in. It doesn't matter what political party you're part of or none, or it really doesn't matter. We, we don't care at all. Every single organization is invited. We have, we initially when Lyft started, and I should have said this actually, you know, in the last question too, with regard to not starting this myself, 23 founding partners came in behind us. And they were organizations like the ESB, like the CPL group, AIB, 
um, you know, wedding dates, Chupi. So we had small organizations and then we had huge, large organizations like Dublin Airport Authority. And they all, and, you know, they all came behind us. Digicom, huge number of different organizations, Enterprise Ireland, RTE, Musgraves and so on. And they said, yes, we will come on behind this and we'll start to live, lift within our organizations. And um, so they would be the more commercial organizations that are behind it. But then there are lots of other um, organizations that are also involved, like the Laura Lynn Foundation or Munster Rugby or, or others that are involved. Um, the way we work it is that we ask any organization that can afford to give a financial contribution to Lyft to give us one. And then we give it for free to any other organization that would like to be involved. So we're inundated with schools that would like to, they get their 16 year old transition years to start to live lift and then the transition years are doing it with the 14 year olds in schools and at the same time the teachers are doing it uh, in the staff rooms so it's absolutely open to everybody and um, nobody is turned away and if you can afford to contribute you do and if you if you don't you don't great thanks for that joan what does living lift actually mean yeah, so a great question because this is a big initiative and, and uh, it's hard to get your head around sometimes. What Living Lift means is that you go through um, the Lift program and Lift is a series of eight round tables. They only take 30 minutes each to take part in. So Laura and Paul, you two and myself, we could do a lift round table here and now it would take us probably about 20, 15 or 20 minutes. And we sit and we... Uh, Eight, over eight weeks, once a week, we look at a different area of leadership. And when we look at that area of leadership, we self-reflect on that area and we go, do you know what, how good was I at that in the last 24 hours? And how, how could I get a tiny bit better? And we have a lift process that we actually take you through. We, we teach uh, people how to do it and then they, they can follow the process. So the eight areas that we go through are areas that um, Irish people voted on as the areas that are most important for us to build as leaders and the areas that they said we need to become better at um, in terms of leadership in Ireland are we need to become better at listening, we need to become better at holding each other accountable but also holding ourselves accountable and um, we need to become more competent, more drive and determination, more empathy, more integrity, more positive attitude and more respect. So each time you sit at one of these uh, lift round tables, you look at one of those eight areas of leadership and you go through a reflective um, process that we teach you how to do um, and learn how to build that muscle uh, inside you. Because if three of us suddenly looked at listening now and started to think, how good was I at listening before this podcast? And, yesterday and you know was I really listening to people we will start to raise our self-awareness around listening and then um, when you when you do it once that really starts to improve your behavior but then after you do the eight round tables you start them again and you do listening again so it's in nine weeks time you do it again so it's about embedding this good behavior all the time and building your inner leader am I explaining that well enough for you yeah um, it's really interesting actually because the eight areas you talk about they're not the kind of traditional things that you'd see on like a, a management transition course in a big company. They almost sound like like values. You yeah, know, yeah. 
Yeah, they are there. You know, it's sort of like we've got a lot of academic led education, which is really important, but we're missing. We have a gap in fundamental values education. So, um, but if you look at um, a lot of the, like, for example, in, in leadership, one of the things that really breaks down in teams when they're, when they're working together is, is when trust falls. And what, why does trust fall or break down? If, if the three of us were in a meeting together and all of a sudden one of you starts to cut across me and sort of ignore me, then you're disrespecting me. And suddenly I start to, to feel disrespected and trust starts to break down. So it, it is actually these fundamental values or good attributes uh, character, good character attributes that really build your inner leader. That's what they do. It's the kind of thing that your granny would have told you to do years ago, but we, we've kind of lost sight of some of them. Not, not everybody has, but we can all definitely improve in them. Definitely. And I suppose what, while we're on the topic of values, what we're seeing more and more of is um, authenticity is, has become more important for people within a company. How would you, how important is authenticity and leadership um, within all of this? Oh, for me, it's everything. For me, it's everything. And in fact, um, Lyft is really all about being your authentic self. Um, it's, you know, it, it's about being able to bring yourself to work. So in a Lyft round table, one of the aspects of it is, is that there is no judgment and no commenting. So no matter what I say, I can just be myself. And if the two of you are in my round table with me, you can't comment and you can't judge me. They're, they're the rules of the game. Um, and it allows people the freedom to just be their, themselves and to be, to be authentic. Because I mean, if you look at the world now, the, the, the world is full of judgment. Um, it, it, we are being judged all the time and we are judging all the time, both online and offline. And so it's very, it can be very difficult to be your authentic self, whereas Lyft is all about allowing you to be yourself and me to be myself because it's only by doing that that you look at me and say, do you know what? She's exactly the same as me. She's human and I'm looking at do go into you know what you guys are human too and that's that's what's that's what's gorgeous about this and it can sound it can sound very soft and it can sound very fluffy um and i'm telling you there is nothing soft or fluffy about this i think it was renee brown that said uh, recently the soft stuff is the hard stuff and she's absolutely right you know it, it this stuff is what's hard and certainly from the work i've done with leadership teams in big corporates it is the it is the soft stuff that people find extremely hard because either you were taught it a lot of the time as you were growing up within your family or you've had very good mentoring or or managers or leaders in work that have helped you with it but more often than not behavior is just let you know keep going on and silence is approval and people are behaving in ways that they're actually just not aware that they shouldn't be yeah, I, I agree 100% that the, the soft stuff is sometimes the hard stuff. Um, and certainly something I, I see in the coaching side of, of what we do in the cyber business. Um, in terms of, of living lift, what have you seen that has been the impact of organizations that are living lift? Um, we've seen huge impact. I think the, the biggest thing for us has been that almost 90% of people that have gone through the eight weeks of the eight round tables, uh, nine, 89 point something percent of people are saying that they, uh, they, can, they can cite behavior change. 
um, as a result of it. Now, what we're looking for is small actions, small behavior change, because it's small actions that lead to great change. So um, that, that's a huge percentage of people going through the lift process that are actually saying their behavior is changing. Now, some of this may be that um, when in a work context, if somebody enters the room, they're, you know, moving from their laptop or from the computer or they're not looking at their mobile phone or whatever that might be. And But that kind of change, that builds respect, that builds trust. It, uh, people are listening more and, and that all builds positive influence. So that's really important. Um, within other, we're looking for three types of change or three types of impact. Um, at an individual level, at an organizational level, and then at a society, at the level of society. We're too young yet to see it at the level of society because we've only just started our, year, our second year. But certainly at an individual and at an organizational level, the organizations that are involved with us um, are seeing greater engagement. Um, so they're exciting examples where real problems are being solved because people are in the same lift round tables and have a common language that they can use to explore things and talk about things. And um, there are a lot more, we've done a lot of work with ORSA and fantastic people in there, Noel Burke, the HR director and Amanda Johnson and uh, Noel or Ken Norgrove is the CEO. And, um, you know, Ken himself said, you know, that, that when they did it at their executive level, that they, it just gave them a really greater understanding of each other as individuals. But also he said his respect and his admiration for his colleagues just absolutely heightened um, by things he was learning just by, by hearing about them talk about um, these different character attributes. So, um, so we've seen a lot of change, but we have a long way to go yet. Um, but certainly after year one, we've seen a lot of positive impact. It's definitely the concept has been proven. Thank you very much for that, Joanne. Um, if people want to get in touch or find out more about Lyft, what should they do next? Yeah, just go to liftireland.ie. That's L-I-F-T, Ireland.ie. There's an events page there. If anybody would like to learn how to live Lyft, you become a facilitator. So you learn how to facilitate one of the round tables. And you can bring it into your organization then, or you could do it with a group of friends or your family, whatever you'd like to do it. Or in a club, we have it running in GAA clubs um, and other organizations around the country. So um, just go to liftireland.ie, go to the events if you'd like to see the events. And on the website, there's a lot of detail about our partner organizations uh, and those are involved. And if anybody would like to go involved, I just urge them to jump on. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, Joanne. You're welcome. You're welcome. Great to talk to you both. Thanks for joining us today on Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. For show notes and other goodies, go to www.toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. That's toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and feel free to rate and review the show. We appreciate your support. See you next time.